0: This podcast is brought to you by EverythingVoluntary.com. My name is Skylar Collins, and this is Thinking and Doing. If you're new here, let me tell you what this podcast is all about. This podcast is an exploration of logical fallacy, cognitive bias, stoicism, and life pro tips. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Thinking and Doing. This is going to be a stoicism episode. I'm going to try something new. So far, the only source I've used for stoic uh, exploration has been Ryan Holiday and Stephen Anselman's The Daily Stoic. I'm going to add to that list the Stoicism subreddit. The Stoicism subreddit I've been subscribed to for a while and it is a consistent source of really good Stoic discussion and wisdom. Sometimes people will post a quote and then give their take on it. Sometimes they'll post a quote and ask questions about it. Sometimes they'll just ask questions. They'll share concerns. They'll talk about something going on in their life and ask for advice from the Stoic community on Reddit, and responses are usually top-notch. People give really good uh, insight into various aspects of Stoicism related to, you know, the original post. So, I want to use that uh, community. So, for these episodes, I'm going to start with something out of Holiday and Hanselman's uh, book. That'll be the first thing. And then the second thing will be something I pull from uh, the, the, top, uh, the top posts from the last week out of the uh, Stoicism subreddit. And I'll link to that post I use so you can go over there and check it out. And of course, subscribe to that subreddit. And I hope it will be useful to you as it has been to me. All right, so for uh, to start, we're going to use D- the Daily stoke. We're going to go to May 17th, which is just a random date I chose. And it starts with a quote by Epictetus. We'll read that, and then we'll read the commentary they provide, and I'll add some commentary. So this is by Epictetus. It's out of Discourses. He writes, Show me someone sick and happy, in danger and happy dying and happy, exiled and happy, disgraced and happy. Show me, by God, how much I'd like to see a Stoic. But since you can't show me someone that perfectly formed, at least show me someone actively forming themselves so inclined in this way. Show me. Ooh, okay, I really like that. Let's uh, let's read their commentary and then I'll expand on that. They write, Instead of seeing philosophy as an end to which one aspires, See it as something one applies, not occasionally, but over the course of a life, making incremental progress along the way, sustained execution, not shapeless epiphanies. Epictetus loved to shake his students out of their smug satisfaction with their own progress. He wanted to remind them, and now you, of the constant work and serious training needed every day if we are ever to approach that perfect form. It's important for us to remember in our own journey to, to self-improvement, one never arrives. The sage, the perfect stoic who behaves perfectly in every situation is an ideal, not an end. Well, I've got to say, this is one of those things that is quite comforting. <laughs> um, it's definitely something that I've thought a lot about, um, you know, in, in other areas of life too, not just not just the areas that stoicism, uh, aids us with, but in many areas of life and in this particular case, um, stoicism, there is the ideal and there is working every day to achieve the ideal, but it's important to understand that we probably won't ever achieve perfectly the ideal. We can only make improvements We will always make mistakes, and that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. The mistakes, the mistakes are important because the mistakes, the mistakes are as are as. So one of the other things in Stoicism is challenging yourself, and when a task looks difficult, that's a greater reason to take it on because of the challenge that it presents, knowing that the challenge is how you will grow. And I think mistakes are similar in the way that we don't plan for them. Okay, it's not something that's presented to us and then we choose it like, you know, the challenge I just spoke about, the task whatever it is that, that that's in front of us. But when it does happen, it it's now that same kind of challenge where let's let's see what it is, let's see what we did wrong, let's acknowledge the part that we played. I don't think it's very wise or virtuous to Try to deny or to lie about the part we played. First and foremost, you should be honest with yourself. And then second, you should be honest with anybody who is affected by what happened. Take responsibility. Be accountable. Acknowledge the mistake. And it might just be a a silly personal mistake, too. It may not involve anybody else. But now that the mistake has been made, the challenge is presented before you. And like any other challenge, it should be met head on. Understanding that the only way I can grow from this, the only way I can be better, become a better person, is to overcome and learn from it. And denial and lying or bearing false witness, that's not that's not you becoming a better person. That's you going in the opposite direction. That's you becoming a scoundrel. The stoic is a work in progress, is, is what they titled this this date. That sort of sums up the quote and the commentary, and I really like that. That's 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 very helpful to me to understand that, and I hope I hope it is to you. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so we're gonna go to the Stoicism subreddit at Reddit r.e.d.d.i.t dot com. If you're not familiar, and this particular post, let's see, it was oh, it was only posted twenty three hours ago from the time I, I just looked it up. And it was one of the tops in the past week. It's not a, an incredibly active, I mean, they don't have just tons and tons of content flying through here, but it is a very thoughtful uh, subreddit. Just a little bit about the community, I guess. It says, uh, we are a community committed to learning about and applying stoic principles and techniques. It's got 320,000 members, just over 800 currently online, and it was created August 11, 2009, so over 10 years ago. Um, and that's it. They've just got some some links to some stuff like the Stoic Library, the College of Stoic Philosophers, the International Stoic Forum, so those those could be interesting. Looks like there's some other subreddits with far fewer members there's Stoic Support, practicing Stoicism, Stoic, Stoic Quotes, Stoic Memes. I'll have to check out some of those. I'm in Stoic Memes. And then the, the this particular subreddit looks like they've got seven moderators. And I think they do a pretty good job of of keeping things focused. They don't allow nonsense, that kind of stuff, trolling. Okay, so this particular post, like I said, it was, looks like it was posted 23 hours ago, and this one is more of a statement and a request for advice. And then there's several people that give some really interesting advice. I just sort of skimmed through it. I didn't I didn't read them in detail because I wanted to do that live here as I'm recording. So here's the post. It says, "Oh, and it's by user." Not Ollie, N-O-T-O-L-L-Y. And I'll link to this in the description of the episode so that it's, it'll be pretty simple. You just click the link either with your finger on your phone or wherever you listen and it should open a browser, go straight to this. This Reddit's all public. Uh, I believe it's public. I don't think you have to join it to see the content. Maybe you do. If you do, you just create a login for Reddit and you can, you can join it pretty easy. It doesn't, of course, it doesn't cost anything or anything like that. And you can, you can read further because I'll just read sort of these top level responses, but then there's sometimes conversation that goes on that threads downward, as it were. And that could be helpful too. So, this person writes, I feel like I'm losing meaning in life the more I read into stoicism. And that's the, that's the, the title of the post and they just, they just go on shortly. The whole thing with removing emotion from things in life makes me just more depressed and has led me to stop reading into Stoicism. Do you have any advice for me? All right, so I'm going to read some of these responses, but before I do that, I just wanted to give some of my initial thoughts. And I think that it's a misconception that Stoicism is all about removing emotions from things in life. That is, and it's kind of funny how they say the more I read into Stoicism, it's. I wonder if they're actually reading you know, original sources or things like uh, the Ryan holiday book or what it is, because the stuff that I've read, the only time I've read anything about removing emotion from life has been from critics of stoicism, uh, basically straw manning stoicism and, and, uh, uh, perpetuating that misconception. Stoicism to me is not removing emotions. It's mastering your emotions. It's being, uh, the master over your emotions instead of allowing your emotions to be the master over you. That's how that's how I've seen it sort of on a high level. And then particular situations, we can talk about how that works. But let me just read some of these other responses here. This one's by Anthony Kritoff. He writes, The idea that Stoics are forbidden from having emotions is, from what I've seen, the most common misconception about the philosophy. After all, emotions are out of our control, and we try not to worry about things that are out of our control. Emotions are natural. It's allowing them to influence our decision-making that is unnatural. As Seneca puts it in letter 63 to, to Lucilius, quote, we may weep, but we must not wail. Okay, that's the end of what he wrote. I really like that. Emotions are out of our control. Our initial reactions to things, how we feel, our emotional responses... Our initial emotional responses are largely out of our control. Now we can, we can set ourselves expectations before we enter situations beforehand and, and temper. And that can have a tempering effect on our initial emotional reactions. The things are going to surprise us, right? Things are going to jump out as it were. And our initial reaction may be very emotional and that's okay. I think it's important to feel. And to allow yourself to feel the emotions that wash over you. Okay, that is, that is natural. That, that, that cannot be something that we must, I don't believe it can be something that we must deny ourselves. That would be unnatural. But we don't have to make important decisions under emotional influence. Okay, we can allow ourselves to experience the emotions. We can let them take their course and then we can In a sense, put them to bed or at least put them to the side, clear our minds, clear our hearts, clear our heads, and consider what needs to be done and make decisions as much outside of their influence that we can. And it's not too difficult to recognize when you are being influenced, right? But that's the key, right? That's the key. And maybe it takes some practice. Recognize when you are being influenced by your emotions, recognize that tell yourself okay obviously i'm not finished feeling these let's let's get back to that let's uh think about what how we're feeling why we're feeling what's causing it you know really you know go through it don't try to 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 stop it don't try to deny it don't try to repress it i don't think that's healthy and it's not who we are as human beings we are emotional creatures and get you know get through it okay no need to rush it. Get to a place where you can say, okay, I don't think I'm being influenced as much as I was. Maybe you still are to some degree. Maybe you can't help that. Maybe a decision needs to be made and you're not totally through that process yet. That's okay. It might be a good idea to involve somebody else. Okay. Somebody who's not in- influenced by your emotions, right? Somebody who is a bit disconnected. That would be the wise thing to do. And honestly, it can be strangers on the internet. You could go to this subreddit and you could You know, anonymously, or at least the situation, make the situation anonymous, explain the situation and ask for advice. And then total strangers who are not emotionally invested in the issue can give their wisdom, which is what people do here. All right. So the next guy says, uh, this one's a bit longer. This is by Duff Stoic. He writes, according to Stoic philosophy and indeed cognitive behavioral therapy, emotions are not out of your power, although they may at present be out of your control. In other words, emotions are in the realm of things which are up to us, but may take work to transform. Emotions arise as a result of unconscious automatic judgments or evaluations, i.e. impressions. But you can change those judgments with reflection in various experiential exercises such as the view from above and the premeditation on adversity or simply meditating on what it is in your power, what, it, what is in your power and what isn't. Proto-emotions, such as blushing or sensations of fear arising in response to a loud noise, may still occur, but one can change the impression, the interpretation of those experiences, and thus the subsequent emotional response, which of course takes a lot of practice. With further techniques found in meditation and hypnosis, it is often possible even to change the proto-emotions as well. That said, you are 100% correct that Stoics do not aim to eliminate emotions per se, but the passions, which are a subset of emotions. More like stress responses to external stimuli. If something is outside of our power, there's nothing we can do about it. So be- so it's best to just accept it. If we could fully do this, we would experience no anger, anxiety, grief, depression, and so on. Easier said than done, though, which is why stoicism is a path we walk rather than a destination we arrive at. And if we cry, we cry. Next time, perhaps, we cry for a little less time because we catch the impression that That is leading to our needless misery a little earlier. Okay, that right there at the end connected to the first thing I talked about in this episode from the Daily Stoic. I like that. So much of Stoicism comes full circle in different ways. Uh, Okay, so this guy said a lot and I really liked what he said. The The first insight, emotions are not out of your power, although they may at present be out of your control. That's what I talked about. You will get an initial initial emotional response to to some stimuli right and that's based on you know in many cases unconscious automatic judgments and evaluations right we we immediately or automatically or instinctively okay we're still to some degree instinct you know animals that have instincts like you know <laughs> the quote unquote lower life forms but we we are less controlled by them for sure but those will provide certain um, interpretations of something that happens. And then, you know, our brains will have an emotional response. It may be anxiety. It may be sadness. It may be happiness. It may be anger. Um, but they're not, um, like he says, Stoics do not aim to eliminate emotions. But the passion, I like that word, the passions, which are a subset of emotions, which are more like stress responses and the best way to temper that, like I talked about before, temper that ahead of time is to, is to do the meditations and, and to think about your sphere of control and to think about how, you know, often when things happen, that is outside of our control, recognizing that, that that's the case and then, and then learning to accept it. Okay. And now, again, like I said before, that doesn't mean we can't feel the emotions that that generates, that that creates in us. We can, but if we understand that there's nothing we can do about it, except for, um, to a, to a significant degree, choose our response to it, then I think that can temper some of the the passions that can get us in trouble. All right. I really like that. Let's, uh, okay. So here's a short one. This is by Stoic Pupil. He writes, I've had the exact opposite experience. Meaning in Stoicism is through our choices, which we are making, doing all day, every day. Unlike external sources of meaning, which often aren't around to experience or make progress in, choices are always there, so we have much more opportunity for fulfillment. Okay, so he's talking about meaning. And he's not saying this, I am, but I believe that meaning is human assigned. In every case, we assign meaning to things. We assign meaning to our lives, we assign meaning to the events of our lives, to the things that happen to us, to the things that we do. We assign and other people assign for themselves meaning. Okay, what that means. And the meanings we assign to, to in general to different types of things will influence the emotional reactions that we have, which is where I think this answer connects to the original uh post. So if we can work ahead of time on what meanings we assign to to different types of uh, events that may happen that we may experience that we may witness, then that can aid us in our goal of not allowing our emotions to influence our decisions after we've uh, after we've allowed them to take their course. All right. So let me read. There's a bunch more. I'm going to link to this. I'm not going to read everything, but. I'll read the next guy. It's Azur Sleeves. This person writes, The goal is not to be free of all emotion. The goal is to be free of being governed by emotion. That's what I said, right? I used the word master. Much of life's suffering occurs in the emotional realm, fear, guilt, heartache. Many of these negative emotions occur over things we cannot possibly change. The goal is to focus our attention onto virtuous thought and action that we can take in this moment. Instead of worrying about the eventual loss of a loved one, focus instead on being present with them right now. Savor that instant. You cannot possibly control the future just as you cannot change the past. The only thing to do is be as virtuous as you can be in this moment. It's a simple concept, but not an easy one to master. With time and effort, you will become more present and less distracted. Ooh, I like that. I like that example. That's probably one of the best examples, right? The loss of a loved one. That can happen slowly There's times where you can see it coming or it can happen in an instant, right? You're driving along, you're hit by somebody, you lose somebody you care deeply for, okay? That can happen. It happens every day to people. So what are you doing before that event, that possibility? What are you doing with that person now? Are you savoring the moments that life gives you with them? Are you being present with them? When they walk into your office and they say, "Dad, can we play Go Fish? Are you stopping what you're doing and giving them ten minutes of your time to play Go Fish?" That's uh, that's a personal reminder. Okay, this is good. I really I really like that I've add this res- added this resource to the podcast. This this was a really good example of what I hope to get out of this particular resource, this subreddit, and bring into the podcast. Ooh, this is, this is a lot. This is, this is the wisdom, the wisdom of the stoic crowd, as it were. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. We looked at the stoic is a work in progress. Okay. It's important to remember, avoid of, you can avoid feelings of shame or guilt that you're, that you make mistakes because you will. And when you do acknowledge them, take responsibility for them and use them, use your mistakes to better yourself and then we looked at um, this person who had questions about the stoic approach to emotions all right thanks so much for listening and have a better day please send your comments or questions to thinking and doing podcast at gmail.com please consider supporting this podcast at everythingvoluntary.com by visiting patreon.com forward slash evc or paypal.me forward slash everything voluntary thank you